Tea drinkers and listeners, this is Corey Calder with Staffelty Spilling the Tea. I hope you've enjoyed season two up to this point, and we're going to be rolling through mid-August. Today, you're going to get a chance to meet my very first principal who had an unbelievable, bear pun, unbelievable impact on me and the start of my career. I hope you all enjoy this episode with Miss Gordonson. And there's the bell. Time for class. What's going on, Education Nation? This is Corey Calder, host of Staffelty Spill in the Tea, Season 2. Um, as you heard in my intro, uh, this season is all about people who mean a lot to me in education, people who have motivated me to be the best me and then helped shape me in my seven, eight, nine years of teaching and hopeful for career and administration. And on today's episode, we have my very first principal, uh, Kumi Gornson, how are you doing? I'm fine, Corey. Thank you for having me today. Well, I'm pumped to have you on. And, um, you know, I, I've at the time, my first year of teaching, I really didn't know like what administration was. I didn't know if I wanted to go down that route. I thought the principal was a person who just kind of sat in the building, sat in their room, wasn't on campus. And so through my leadership classes the past few years, I reflect back on just seeing what you did on campus. I'm like, that's why she did everything she did. <laughs> well, thank you. Can you um, introduce yourself real quick to the audience who um, you know don't know you and kind of talk about your educational journey? Sure, absolutely. Um, my name is Kumi Gorenson, and I am currently serving as the executive director of Code RVA Regional High School. Um, which is a school that's just in its third year of existence. We're graduating our first group of seniors this year. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. Go Raptors! Um, I joined the staff uh, in January of this year, and um, so I've had a really interesting transition. Um, I was on, I was at the school for about ten weeks before the school building closed. Um, so that was that's been really really interesting, um, and I can certainly share more about what that's been like um, because we technically didn't close our school. Um, we've still been, uh, we received a variance from the Department of Education. So we have still been teaching and learning just as normal um, until last week, May 22nd, we were done. So um, I've been here for just a little bit. Um, prior to that, I was, um, I worked my entire career in Cheshire County Public Schools. I was there for 21 and a half years. And um, that, you know, I, I feel like Although I'm not from Richmond, I feel like Chesterfield was really where I was raised up um, to be an administrator and had a lot of amazing opportunities given to me there. And um, it was difficult to leave, but had a great opportunity. So um, I, um, I started out in Chesterfield. Like I said, I was a teacher, an English teacher, um, eighth grade English teacher for six years. And then, you know, in that time period, I had um, someone come to me. I was a department chair at a school because the school had a lot of turnover. And so I was a department chair really early in my career. And someone came to me and just said, hey, have you ever thought about being an administrator? You really seem to do well with the department chairship. And I had not considered that in a million years. Um, I had had an interesting high school experience myself as a, as a student. And so I just didn't have a, a clear picture of what administration was. And um I went back to school, though. I, I really trusted that person, went back to school, got my degree, and then became an assistant principal and had the good fortune to work at a number of schools in Chesterfield as an assistant principal. I also worked in human resources for um, a couple of years uh, hiring teachers. I did that. And then I 
um, became a building principal where we worked together and I was at Bailey Bridge a total of eight years, two as the assistant principal and six as the principal. And then I was promoted to director of middle schools, uh, middle school leadership for Chesterfield. And that's the job I left when I came here. So I've had, I don't know if that's too much detail, but I've had a lot of jobs, a very checkered resume, one might say, um, to get me to where I am today. Well, no, and, and that's that's perfect for the listeners because they can kind of get the full full picture of where you are now and how you got there. And, you know, my first year, um, I remember, you know, first day of school um, and I think it's like the sixth and seventh grade wing upstairs. I forget mm-hmm. exactly where it was, but that's where I had my duty where I'm seeing all the kids introducing myself. Um, they're shocked because I had like on a bow tie and they're like, why is the PE teacher dressed up for the first day of school? Yes. But I was just like, this is me. I got it. You know, I got to do it. And out of nowhere, I, I remember you're like running from one wing, run, one wing, you're running, you stop, you say, Hey, to me and my partner, we're chatting, you run. I was like, is that what the principal does? You know, I just like reflect. And, um, the person I was with was like, yep, you know, you're in for a treat. And I was like, sweet. So I just, I've loved you know, everything that I've, I've learned from you, even our faculty meetings that we had in the band room, they always kind of started out with a bang, some positivity, um, you know, got to your business and ended with some positivity. And that's something I've taken to Verina um, with starting out our faculty meeting. So I got to thank you for that. Well, thank you. I, you know, I um, was very fortunate. I had an amazing staff. Um, and I, I truly I, I came back to a building from central office because I absolutely love building level leadership. Um, and I just get excited over the, the influence that we can have as leaders in a building. And certainly, um, you know, at the middle school level, that was really where I you know, had the most of my career. And there's an opportunity to be a little bit goofy and a little bit silly, even with the staff. But, you know, I've kind of carried that over here to the high school level. <laughs> I'm sure the kids don't quite know what to make of me. Um, but it is, you know, it's just, I think it's all about trying to be positive and trying to be fun. You know, everybody um, pretty much has to have a job in their lives, you know, but I think in education, we have the opportunity to, to make it fun um, when we can. And, and those relationships are key and having a close faculty and, and getting to know one another. I think that just all goes towards that, that attitude of positivity and, and being able to do things like that. You can't um, start meetings and be kind of crazy or do something um, different unless you have that trust with your staff. And so that's, I think it's a big part of it. Well, and that's, that's one thing that I've learned in my hardest, you know, so I went from Bailey bridge to Tuckahoe, right. so another middle school chain. So I really yep. got to be the same me. I just went to Henrico mm-hmm. and then I, I go out to Farina and I'm like, uh Oh, I can't be middle school Corey. Like, I just can't, I can't do it. These kids are going to eat me alive. And you know, someone, that first week of school was like, you got to be you. Like you can't fake it because these kids will eat you alive in high school if they can sense any, any bit of fakeness. So I was like, all right, I just, I guess they're going to get Corey. And so like you, I've just, I've been goofy. I've had fun with them. And mostly I'll just get stares at me like, really? Like that's what you're doing? <laughs> yes. really? But, but if it can crack a smile on their face, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. And I think that it goes, all of that goes towards the feeling that you can create in a school where this is just how we do things here, right? Like, you know, at Verina or at Bailey Bridge or at Code RVA, like that's just how things are. Like, oh, you know, crazy Mr. Calder, you know, he just does stuff like that. Or, you know, or oh, Miss Gorenson, she's always doing something silly. 
you know, but I think that helps kids see that the culture of the place, it's like this, and then it becomes their own because then when new kids come in, I find that students say to them, oh yeah, he's just like that, or she's just like that, they're cool, you know, or it's no big deal, you'll see that a lot. You know, and it, it goes towards the community feel that I think most of us want our schools to have. For sure, for sure. And, and I like how like the reputation, you know, once you build it with your staff or with the students, you get the new student, you get the new staff member, they're going to have your back and they're going to be leading with you because they're like, hey, that person's authentic. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's really neat. So let's um let's sort of spill the tea as to what you do well as a leader. Like what what sort of things do you re- do you do really well um, that you can spill the tea on? <laughs> um, so I think you know. So I, I'm going to embrace the managerial side of myself. You know, I'm going to lean into that a little bit. I know sometimes <laughs> people get a bad rap. Um, for being organized and and focusing on things like that. But I will say, and it, it's been my experience, and obviously when, you know, for those who don't know, Bailey Bridge, we had about um, 15, 1600 students at one point um, at the school, which is extremely large for a middle school. And so it was a great opportunity for me and having worked at smaller schools prior to that. Um, I really believe I do a great job with with seeing the bigger picture and being able to get a large group of people, a large group of um, you know, stakeholders organized and moving in the right direction and keeping all of the pieces of the school kind of in front of me so that I can help make a decision that um, takes into account lots of different perspectives. And, and so I think that, you know, being organized, I think, I think that helps a school be flexible. I've tried to explain that um, coming on board in the middle of the year that right? Like you have to make things kind of tight and structured first. So you know where you have flex points and where you don't. Um, And I think that teachers and most staff members in general, they like organization. They like knowing that somebody has a sense of what's going on and and they know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And then when a disruption comes, it is a little bit easier to handle, not easy, but easier to handle, you know? And and so I think that I do that um, well. And, and I've, um, I've tried to, you know, put those things, it's really challenging coming into a school in the beginning, in the middle of the year. I was, I've never done anything like that. And so it's been a good growing experience for me um, because I have to come up to speed on what the school's already done and, and learn it, mm-hmm. learn it really, really fast. And then try to see, is there a way I can help or, oh, nope, that's great. They don't need any help with that. So that's been interesting. But yeah, I think I do well with that. And I, and I do think we've touched a little bit, I think relationships also, um, you, the word authenticity, I love, you know, that is definitely one of my touch points for my leadership style. I think that because I'm always me, whether I'm at work or I'm at home, um, I think people see that. And I think that I do fairly well with building those relationships. Now they may not like the me, which is difficult for building relationships, but, um, <laughs> you know, that that's also part of it. I acknowledge. <laughs> well, and how, you know, when you, you said you were an eighth grade English mm-hmm. teacher, were you able to like see the bigger picture picture through like the teacher lens, like how you do as an administrator? You know, I, I think back to those years and I, I guess if for some random reason, I have any listeners that I taught in school. I'm going to apologize. Um, that I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like I look, I have been fortunate to go into so many amazing teachers classrooms now, like in my different roles 
And like, I just, I was, I'm like, not even 1% as good as a lot of the teachers that I've seen. And I think back to those days, but um, no, I think it was like a growing experience for me. Like I definitely felt like I could understand what the administrators were doing to a small extent, just as a department chair and could always try to think of things to make it better. But um, I think I definitely grew into that. The more I learned like you taking classes and it really helped me when I met people from other school divisions to hear how they did things to steal their ideas mm -hmm. and to modify them, adapt them to fit the current context. I think that was one of the things that helped me grow into that. Very neat, very neat. And and what I like that you said, um, you know, seeing the bigger picture really helps the school be flexible and then you can find those flex points. Mm -hmm. You know, wh when's a situation where, where you saw like the school might've needed your leadership? Yeah, I don't need to know the school name, but like where the school needed you for this one one or two pieces. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I, I will say I've had, you know, yeah, I've been in a variety of schools. Um, I will, I will say, you know, in one of my roles, the school encountered a couple of significant student crisis moments, um, okay. you know, and that's, and that's all too sad in public education. Um, and unfortunately, both of those things occurred during school hours. They weren't happening on site, which is sort of weird. I don't want to give too many details, but they were they were really, really significant events that um, were happening off site, but they impacted the school in such a significant way. Um, one of the things that I found was so so weird thing about me, like I rarely did announcements on the PA unless there mm -hmm. was something I really wanted everybody to pay attention to. So once I started that practice, we knew that if I got on the PA, like people were going to stop. Like the teachers just knew like, oh, she doesn't do announcements. Everybody like no joke, silent now kind of thing. Um, and uh -huh. so we had a couple, couple of times where that was helpful. Like the school always, you know, we were, it, the bells always rang on time kind of thing, right? Like we never had delays like that. The school was very, it was always on track. Um, there wasn't a lot of disruptions in the school day. We were, we always released the calendar. You knew what events were happening. There were no surprise things that were going to happen in school day. So that's when I talk about like those structures. So people knew what to expect. So during these crisis points, I was able to get on the announcements and, you know, I might say something like, um, you know, pardon the interruption. I need every teacher to close their doors at this time, please. I need every single person to do this. Teachers, you will not release students for the restroom. You need to call this number. You need, if, if we have an emergency, that kind of thing. And like, there wasn't a beat missed, you know, people didn't freak out. They didn't have to call, but they just said, Oh, okay. So if I have an emergency, I'm going to do this thing. Otherwise my door shut, it's locked. She said, keep teaching. And that was, cool. you know, really clear, but it was only because there was just this sense of this is everything's business is normal. And then I would say, I will update you or whatever, but I think, I don't know if that's a good example, but it's one of those things where I think they just knew we're all, we're in control of everything. We've got it. There's something going on. I'm going to update you when I can, or I would say, check your email, you know, and mm -hmm. the email would start with, do not share this with your students or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it would be like giant capital letters, that sort of thing. But I guess that's if this is yeah. being seen on the overhead, please take it exactly. Down. Like closure, <laughs> you know, I would say like closure screens kind of thing. I mean, it was, it was some of that, but maybe that, that may not be the best example, you know, cause it's very, very um, specific, but something like that, maybe, I don't know, like where I just. No, that's, 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 that's what I was yeah. looking for. You know, just something that, that you implemented at your school that, they really, you know, might have needed to know, hey, when Miss Gordon gets on the announcements, boom, 
we got to focus and we got to roll. Yeah. So. Very cool. Well, so, um, you know, what's, what's the family doing during, during COVID time before we get into code RVA during COVID is the family doing all right? (laughs) Thank you for asking. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm extremely fortunate in that respect. Um, my husband's a school teacher and so he has been home and my daughter's in seventh grade, um, which is hard to believe she's going to turn 13. Wow. I know 13 on Saturday, um, which is bananas. And so, yeah, they've been home, um, you know, and, and my daughter has the misfortune to have two educators as parents. So she has been <laughs> deep in the school books and there's been no um, no break in her learning. That's for sure. And so we've tried to tried to balance out things, knowing that there's a pandemic, but for the most part to keep her um, in the books and things, so to speak. So, yeah, they're they're fine. And they um, they pretty much finished up formal education, you know, where she is uh, last Friday. Yes, last Friday. So they're on official summer break in certain ways. My husband's still doing work stuff, but the mindset is definitely shifted for her. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so let's get into code RVA for um for COVID times. What did what did learning looking like? I yeah. know you mentioned a variance. Yeah. Um, could you kind of get into that? Absolutely. So um just a little bit of context. So we're a computer science focused high school. Um, and we're built on a model like a governor's school, meaning that we have 14 different school divisions that send us students. So we pull students, obviously, from the Richmond um, area, Henrico, Hanover, Chesterfield, but also students come from as far as Cumberland, Sussex, New Kent, um, Petersburg, lots of different localities send us their students. And um, in normal times, our students use a blended learning approach um, to instruction. And so Um, rather than our students, like they are scheduled for their classes every day, but rather than meeting in person every single day with their teachers, our teachers, um, their model is that they schedule them for what we call breakouts, which most people would probably just think of as regular direct instruction class time. And so we have already been on a model where we schedule students for when we need them. Um, We use Google Calendar for that. And then everything else that we do here is built into Canvas, which is our learning management system. And so our students come in understanding how to use online learning. And our teachers are always looking for um, improvements and and they're great already, but they're always looking for new ways to build quality online content. So the model itself that we use here is a little bit different. And and we're, um, another interesting thing is that our, one of the missions of our schools, of our school is that we focus on equity of access for all students to a career in computer science. And so there are no application requirements for our school. So we have an extraordinarily diverse student body. Um, basically okay. They put their name in the hat and it's a lottery. So the kids who come here, they're a great mix. And so they've all been learning computer science. They've been learning online. And so when the doors close, we shifted to a virtual format. Um, and then and we've we've had some bumps just like anybody else has. But what we did is we, cre- for sure. we created a structured schedule so that students come to a certain class um, each day, right? So we might designate, say, Monday is computer science day. So the computer science teachers schedule all of the students' breakouts in the morning, and then we had a different group of teachers who would offer office hours in the afternoon. So maybe our humanities department offers office hours for students to get extra help, um, and that office hours may be, you know, I'm requiring you to come for just a little bit to check in with me, or it's truly office hours. So we created a structured schedule like that, and, and our kids continue to attend classes. We've recorded all of them for those students who still did, you know, had other obligations, like caring for siblings. They could watch the sessions at different times. 
Um, and so we've, we have been operating, taking grades, doing all those great things. Um, and then we'll, we're an extended school year school. So we actually are going to start a completely virtual online session, um, starting July 6th, running through July 30th. Normally, we do, oh. yeah, we normally do six weeks in the summer, but instead we're, we just cut it down to four. We understand kind of where kids are right now. Um, so we're just, instead of offering the full complement of classes we normally do, we're just offering things for course completion for students who weren't able to finish. And then, um, we have an associate's degree in computer science. So we have our dual enrollment kids are also going to be able to come in or not come in, but go online. Yeah. Now is that summer session typically all online or would they be coming to the building? They would be coming to the building. Um, they were regular school lunches, all activities, all that sort of good stuff in the summer normally. So, um, that'll be a bit of a challenge. They've obviously never had to do that before, but, um, the staff has been great and we're kind of taking what we're learning from the school year, what we tried out and we're going to try to, you know, do some improvements for summer and then be prepared if for some reason we're not in school in the fall. Cool. Yeah. I, I know I'm looking I don't, I don't want to make projections or any of that mess. And um, that's not what this podcast is for, but you know, it's interesting as leaders, we need to make sure we kind of have that blueprint and backup plan in our back pocket, just in case we got to go to it. And it sounds like y'all are on the right track. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, and, and Corey, I, I would definitely agree. Like that is um, one of the things they always say, but like as an administrator, you have to kind of have plan A, B, C, D, E, and, you know, like all the way through, <laughs> no matter how many variables change, like, you know, and again, that goes back to, do you have a plan, right? If you have a plan, uh-huh. you can change the plan, um, you know, to kind of make those adjustments. But definitely, I think in these times, you know, it's, it's just unlike anything it's, most of us have seen in our, our times at education. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, I think it's, what I think is great um, is that you, like I said, see the big picture and then you plan these things out. Um, one thing I got to let you know is I stole something from you that I used at the middle school mm-hmm. level. Um, so I got to give you credit <laughs> now and I figure this would be the best place for it. But back at Bailey Bridge, you used to do what's called cookies. Yep. And, and it was like a quick conversation and the alliteration worked <laughs> for me. So I have stolen cookery. Um, the cookies weren't nearly as good, I'm sure. But um, I just had to give you a little little credit for that one. And, you know, as a leader, how do you come up with those ideas? Not just the fun names, but like the little, the little things you did to allow teachers or staff members to come chat with you. And so people who don't understand what we're talking about, you know, you basically posted up in the library for a day um, every so often and you had desserts and treats Mm -hmm. and anybody on their planning could come, just come stop by, literally steal a treat and say, thank you or not say thank you. (laughs) <laughs> or just come by and have and just have a genuine conversation. And yeah. where where did you kind of come up with these things, or or have you tried things and they didn't work? Like spill the tea on that. Um, absolutely, and I, you know, and I have to give credit that I stole the idea from someone. <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, I'm from Chesterfield, obviously, and you know, you do lots of internships and visit different schools and, and things like that. And so John Titus, who was the principal of James the James River High School. Um, for a number of years. Um, he was a legend in the community. Um, I remember visiting John one day and he had coffee with the principal. And, you know, he was he was just a so, totally different person from me. He was just one of the most regal um, men, you know, just such presence. And, you know, coffee with the principal suited him. And I remember he showed me a board and he had a whole system of 
like they would put up post-its and it was very organized and it really suited what he did. But I thought to myself, you know, that's not really my jam. Like I am a middle school <laughs> person and I want it to be a little bit more informal. So yeah, I took the idea. Um, and, and by the, after you left, we ended up, um, had, had a teacher who started baking for me and her cookies were legendary in the school anyway. And I didn't know that I learned that. And so she ended up, I would buy the ingredients and she would do all the baking and it was so kind of her. Um, and so we would joke, I would tell them literally you can, you can come by for a cookie. You can come by to talk to Kumi or you can have both. Um, <laughs> don't, you don't have to have, you know, any of it. You can, you can just have the cookie. And so, um, I, I stole that idea. And then what I wanted to get out of it was just a free opportunity to share concerns in an informal way. Um, and that I would follow up on them. And, and I would tell people that, you know, when I started it my first year, people would come in and they would come in like with an agenda, you know, certain people would show up and they would have a list for me and they would want my input on these things. And sometimes between the, cause it was all day. So each planning yeah. period, people were coming in. And sometimes I would see consistent things across the, the the school. And so I would respond to that in my weekly update to the staff. You know, hey, love seeing you guys. Here's some things that were brought up. Here's my response on these. Um, or I would try to loop back around. And and I, I realized that over time, although that took me a lot of time, it was really good for them and for me. Um, they saw that when they brought me the concerns that I would address it in some way, shape or form, even if it was just to say like, Hey, this was brought up, but we're going to, we're not going to change this. Like we, this is the why we need to keep keeping on. Um, mm -hmm. and, but they would, it, would, it became a really cyclical thing where they would bring some concerns. And then I will say, you know, one, one thing I was really proud of by the time I left, nobody had lists anymore. <laughs> it was, and each group had like their own personality. It was really fun. Like I had one grade level that came as a grade level. Like they all came down they're like, well, we're all here now. <laughs> and it, it was like a set, you know, it was like this set meeting time they imagined in their head, but it was super informal. We, we would talk about our families. We would talk about funny things. They would ask me for, you know, spill some tea on like central office. What are you hearing? What are we going to do? You know? And it was, it was hilarious and I loved it. And it became I never really had to circle back to the list because there wasn't a list, but um, it just became a good relationship building time and an opportunity that if you did want to talk about something, and sometimes I would stop people and I would say, hey, you know what? I should probably come visit you in your room on this, right? Like, let's talk personally about this. Like, I appreciate you sharing it, but sometimes people would be, would actually share things, very vulnerable things with other people in the room. And I thought, I want them to have a bit more privacy for this conversation. And, but, but that said a lot to me that they felt comfortable doing that. And that this yeah. felt comfortable, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely one of those, those things that I, I love doing. I, I definitely have not had a chance to start it here yet. Um, but I, you know, and we have a bit of a different setup, but yeah, I, I loved doing that, but it was, it was just a stolen idea. So I appreciate you and that you, um, you liked that. And I have a, um, another administrator who worked for me. He ended up at, when he became a principal, he did beers with the boss and it, <laughs> and it was root beers. They had, rather than cookies, he had all root beers and salty snacks. And I thought that was such a creative idea too. And you know, there's one teacher who really got excited and showed up and they're like, oh man, <laughs> yes, I'm just right. Kidding. It's 9 a.m. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> well, hey, um, before you get to kind of spill the tea and let these audience members kind of learn from you, what are some like leadership books, education books you're reading for people over the summer that they might want to check out um, to help do the little PL on their own before they start school next year? 
Are you reading anything or listening to anything? Oh, um, whew, gracious. So, so I didn't mention, um, I'm, I'm in my last year of my doctoral program. Um, oh, congrats. So, yeah, thank you. So I, so, you know, Lord willing and the Creek don't rise kind of thing. Um, by May of 2021, I'll be Dr. Gorenson. So, um, pleasure reading is, is minimal right now for me, for sure. although, it, although it is certainly pleasurable to learn about data and presentation, um, <laughs> right. And things like that. So I've got my, um, I'm working on just some books that are literally about how do you present data most effectively in a visual format for people, um, as part of our capstone at VCU, uh, which is where I'm, I'm going to school. And so that is really all I have been reading for the most part. Um, okay. But yeah, I've been, you know, it it is, it kind of, when you go back to school, I mean, and you know this from when you, I'm sure when you went back for your, your master's, like you just get kind of in it. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit challenging right now. So yeah, I haven't read anything that's been for fun for a little bit, but, um, but we'll get back there, you know, and, and I, um, we'll get back to doing um, more of that, hopefully. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Is there, is there any advice you could give to someone starting the school year next year? Um, whether it's an administrator, maybe someone on a leadership team that they could take from you, apply it to what they're doing, and it could help them be the best them. Wow. Um, you know, I, I will say I think that all of us have to show just um, show ourselves some grace and show others grace as we go back. I, I think that uh, you know, all of all of the things, I mean, just in our current society right now and with the pandemic and, you know, and, and uncertainty is really hard, I think, for people in education. Um, and all of us have had to carry around a bunch of uncertainty for a long time. And so I think that when we go back, it, you know, everything just has to be okay, right? It, like, it's okay. Like, you know, however you chose to spend your quarantine coping and you're a real person and, and that's okay, right? Like maybe you cut bangs because you watched enough videos <laughs> that you thought <laughs> bangs. Like it's okay. It'll look good. You know, like whatever you did, like in your time like that, you just have to kind of like be like okay with yourself. And then to kind of extend that, I think, to our students and um, you know, and as leaders to our staff when they come back and just whatever I, I guess we just, you know, thinking about people's homes and how different everybody's life is during this time of isolation and just knowing that they're going to bring all that baggage back and, and, and as are we, and that we have to be okay with that. And, and, and I've said to my staff, I think that we're going to have to really remember about how to teach expectations and focus less on holding kids accountable um, for the way we normally do school when they come back in it's just going to be so different. You know, everything is going to be so different. And so we just have to give them space to, to relearn and, and we have to be, give the time to reteach. And, and we, we actually had a meeting last week talking about um, how are we going to intentionally build time into each and every lesson, the first, you know, one, two, three weeks of school to really recalibrate with students and to get to know them. Um, and what does that look like if we're in a virtual environment, right? Like, so I have ninth graders coming through the door who have never seen us, physically never seen us, possibly. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you build that relationship? And so we've been talking about that, like, we're going to give up some content and we're going to, and we, yes, we understand the SOLs and all that stuff, but we're going to give up some of those things because we know that if we can build those relationships with our students, that's going to take us through. Um, So I would just, you know, say, just kind of like be okay with, with things not being okay and, and forgiving ourselves and others for those things when they're not okay. 
Yeah, and I like that. And I even think, you know, if we have to start virtual, it's something that I've been like chatting with my principal about and, and brainstorming and taking notes and doing stuff is, you know, I think on this teacher work week, some of those days are going to have to be like a teacher boot camp. Like, mm-hmm. what's your expectations for you as a teacher during this virtual learning time until we can finally get back together and then teach them, teach them, teach them so that they really know first week of school, we're building those relationships. We're contacting kids. We're sending home emails and phone calls. Like we got to create some sort of system to help teachers be the best teachers so that the students get the most from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, teachers are the key lever of success in a school. There is nothing else. There's nothing research-based. There's nothing Yeah. I've learned in 20 years of education other than a great teacher makes all the difference, you know? And so absolutely, we have to be there to support them. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. And um, I really do appreciate you spilling the tea on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, it's the time of the show. We're kind of wrapping up. Sure. Um, what sort of, do you have any shout outs you want to give out there to people who um, are a part of your team or the class of 2020 or whomever you want to give shout outs to? Oh, gracious. Um, well, I do. I mean, sort of unrelated to me, but more related to you, a shout out to your new principal at Verina. Um, I think you guys got a, a new person, right? Darren Thompson's coming on board. Yep. Mm-hmm. Congrat- congratulations to Darren. I knew him just briefly in Chesterfield, but it's always exciting <laughs> to start a new job. So certainly shout out and I wish him an awesome, awesome year um, at your school. And, um, you know, really yeah, definitely shout outs to my graduates. Um, so proud of the, the students. We delivered graduation signs yesterday. Uh, I saw. And it, thank you. And it might've been, it was one of the best days I've had um, for work stuff in so long, just because it was not, you know, behind the computer. And it just gave me such a reminder about why we do the work. Um, and why I spend all those other hours doing those things. Just they were so happy. So definitely shout out to our very first class of Raptors ever. What a weird, weird life for you right now. Um, but super proud. You know, I'm just I'm I'm so glad to be part of the Code RVA staff. I certainly love my school. And, um, you know, and shout out to all my friends that, you know, I miss um, in my old spot and just, um you know, as you get in your career, I think you'll find, I mean, and even this connection between you and I, like the professional relationships that we develop are really, I think, what sustain us and help keep us learning mm-hmm. and motivated. And so I, um, I just know I wouldn't be the, the leader I am today without the training and the friendships and the mentoring that I received, you know, where I worked before. And so I'm always missing those folks, but, but yeah, so, um, yeah, shout out. And, and, and like I said, meeting people like you, it is amazing when I look back, you know, I'm eight years from retirement, technically. That's a crazy thing to say out loud. Wow. <laughs> yes. Right. And so I just think about all the people that I've had the opportunity to work with and just been so proud to know. And I love watching people starting their careers and and certainly um, mentoring young administrators was one of the very best things I did in my job. And so I'm very glad to have any kind of small contribution to somebody's development. Well, you definitely had a huge impact on me and you bring back the connections. Um, you know, you you work with a former assistant principal at Barina uh, and Robert Stevens, shout yeah. out to him. And in your former job, you worked with one of my best friends, Allie Left Parson. So oh, uh, yes. it's it's kind of it's it's kind of just such a small, small world, you know. It it really is. I know. And Allie had a beautiful new baby. Um so- proud yep. of her. I know it's connection. It is connections like that, um, that are amazing. I think it makes our profession very unique. Um, you know, and, and it's one of those things where I think as an administrator, 
the, one of the best compliments that you can ever have is to have somebody, I say, work for you twice. Um, you know, having a teacher who's willing to, to come and work with you or, you know, like an administrator who comes back and is like, yeah, I'd love to work with you. I mean, I think that's one of the very best compliments you can ever get from someone um, because we spend so much time together and invest so much that it is it's a it's a wonderful thing. And it's, it's, it goes all back to those connections. And I haven't heard that compliment thing before, but it it definitely shines light onto the relationships and the community you built. Absolutely. So, well, th- thank you. It's, it's always, always a pleasure uh, having guests on this show. And this one means a lot to me, like I said, cause you were my former principal um, at my first job when I was crazy and didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so maybe I should apologize to all those uh, Bailey bridge bears out there who had me my first year as a teacher. No, Corey, you were a great teacher and absolutely it was, the potential was so visible. I'm so pleased that you are going into administration and that you show such enthusiasm and leadership, um, you know, for adults and, and with your students that you did when you had middle school students that first year, it definitely yep. shines through. And even this podcast, I'm thank you so much for your listeners who's, who are listening, and, and I appreciate the opportunity to be interviewed. It's been awesome. And there you have it. That was episode three of season two, Stafflety Spilling the Tea. If you've enjoyed what you heard up to this point, please share with a colleague, friend, family member, someone involved with education. And as always, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Peace.